Christmas lights downtown and they spoke of block ambassadors. For those of you that have been redeemed from a darker side of the track, we have block bouncers that you can <laughs> help us with the riffraff. You know who you are. You can sign up on the dark web and let us know. Hey, one quick thing. It's funny, but it's true. Um, you ever have those revelations at home where you just really appreciate uh, your spouse? You, you see something when they're gone. Well, this this week, of course, we didn't get to do Christmas with Grandma or Becca or Jeffrey. Um, Thanksgiving with them because we were sick and uh, we quarantined at home. But then Kelly and Grandma went out of town with Olivia and Isabel to the horse show. So I'm two days into my uh, stomach bug and met all my weight loss goals for the holidays. Was, and then Elisha got sick. And that third day is when you decide if you're going to live, you know, with energy. And I, I, I wish you could have seen me. No, no I don't. No, they'll, they'll cut that part out for me, hopefully. So here you are in the boxer shorts and big slippers, walking around, cleaning up, throw up and everything. And I'm weak as I can be anyway. And I'm like, I had this epiphany. So, men, do you realize how much women do? Do you? I'm like, Kelly does this every time. She says, the kids were sick last night. I go, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. So, baby, I need you. Don't, you can't ever leave again. So, me and Elisha made it. Yeah, we didn't look like much, but we made it. Anyway, I said all that on purpose. Uh, to introduce uh, this message this morning. Uh, it's not your typical Thanksgiving message. or It's way more powerful than that. I want to talk to you if the Lord will allow. And please don't get hung up on my delivery. I know how it is to sit out there and you go, Oh, he looks pale. Oh, this, And you get caught up in that instead of hearing the word. So please don't let me be a distraction to you. But I want to talk to you about not just giving thanks but being thankful that to be like when Jesus says put ye on the Lord Jesus to be sanctified to be consecrated to be thankful stand with me for the reading of one verse this morning Colossians 3 15 In today's Christianity, much is highlighted about experience. And, and yes, we are to have experience in God's house, but I'd much rather have exposure to the Word of God. I'd much rather have something quickened to me and that I see in a different way. Give me the Word. I know you got all the little special things that meet the needs of my family, but give me the Word. I know you got activities and you're going to do something every night of the week, but give me the word. Give me the word of God. When I come into the church, let me sense the spirit of God. Because the word of God gives life and light and sustenance. Colossians 3.15 says this, And you let the peace of God rule in your heart, which often can mean that it's trying to, but you won't let it. God wouldn't tell you to let it unless you had something to do with the switch. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body. And be thankful. It is possible 
to give thanks and not be thankful. We call that manners. You tell your little bratty kid, tell him thank you. Say thank you. Thank you. And then you smile. You didn't smile. That brat did He said that because you made him say that. Manners is forced. It's taught. You don't teach thankfulness. You decide on thankfulness. Be ye thankful. And if you'll remain standing for just a quick second, I want to talk to you about the difference real quick between gratitude and thankfulness. Gratitude is a feeling of appreciation, but thankfulness is the vocalizing of that feeling. Gratitude is reflexive, but thankfulness is intentional. Gratitude is an understanding of what God has done, but thankfulness is an understanding of what God deserves. Gratitude is a matter of the heart. Thankfulness is a matter of the will. Gratitude is outside in, but thankfulness is inside out. And gratitude has more to do with who God is, while thankfulness has more to do with who you are. Ingratitude is a type of blindness. Unthankfulness is a type of rebellion. Ingratitude is a symptom of selfishness. Unthankfulness is a symbol of pride. Ingratitude erases that which is behind us. And unthankfulness poisons that which is ahead of us. Ingratitude is common in children. Listen. And unthankfulness is common in grown children. Ingratitude is the lack of a feeling. Unthankfulness is the lack of maturity. And ingratitude is heard in our words. And unthankfulness is heard in our lack of them. The Bible speaks of the last day and how corrupt and how godless uh, it will be. And all the sins of the flesh. And it also says, and they'll be unthankful. They'll be unthankful. If we come into church and the preacher goes, say praise the Lord, praise the Lord. That's not, gratitude. That's not thankfulness. Thankfulness is an identity. So this morning, by God's grace, I want to challenge and encourage you. As we talk about the DNA of thankfulness. And um, it's available to you. If you'll just let the peace of God rule in your heart. Father, thank you for your word today. I believe you gave it to me for myself. If I would humble myself before you and make no allowances or excuses. I believe you have it for us as your people. In this last hour, the world needs to see what forgiveness looks like. And they need to see what power looks like. And they need to see what fruitfulness looks like. And God help them to see what true thankfulness looks like. Lives given in appreciation for all that you've done. Anoint me this morning, Lord. Can you give me just a a boost of energy, God? Lord, I don't care how tired I am today. Just let me do this. Let me do this right today. For your glory's sake, I pray, Lord. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Well, John, I was feeling good about just having manners. Well, as we... How many of you remember, or maybe you're there now, when you first got saved and you went, man, I got to stop partying and getting drunk and smoking weed and sleeping around and that's going to be hard. And then you realize the sins of the flesh were the easy things to quit. And then you start dealing with the sins of the spirit. 
Like pride and arrogance and ignorance and rebellion. And then when you see yourself in the mirror and you go, I'm, I'm ungrateful. I'm not thankful. Unvocalized gratitude is only an opinion. And I do not honor God with opinions. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Number one, if you're taking notes, and this is an oversimplification, you could take, you know, you could take any subject of the Word of God and just preach and preach and preach, and some of us do. Um, I want to talk to you about the the gate, their gateway, the thankful people, their gateway. Psalms 100, verse 4. And by the way, the older you get in Christ, once you're familiar with a verse, don't just gloss over it, read it even slower. It said, Enter into his gates. Whose gates? God's with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise you'll see it it's been hiding in plain sight be thankful unto him you can give thanks without being thankful but you can't be thankful without giving thanks Christ is the door I mean you know he's the only door Only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Holiness is the qualifier. Follow peace with all men and and holiness without which you're not going to see the Lord. But thankfulness should be the atmosphere of your every approach. Listen, Christ is the door. Holiness is the qualifier. But having said that, when I've received the, the forgiveness and righteousness of God... When I treat that with a holy reverence and I'm not living in rebellion or carnality or sin. The, see, he does, he does the, the, the cleansing for me. He does the forgiveness. I do the consecration and the sanctification. Through the Spirit, I separate myself from the world. I consecrate myself to God. Okay? And then the approach is thankfulness. Don't ever go before the Lord through any other gate. Yes, it's through Christ. And yes, I have to check myself. First words. First words. Don't ever let them be petition. Lord, I just want to thank you. I'm not going to apologize for if I get emotional today because I've been emotional with you for 28 years but uh, I'd like to think that I am this I fail in so many ways but I'm aware I'm aware of where I've come from and who's preserved me and who sustained me, and who redeemed me, and who restored me, and who gives me another shot, and who gives me another chance, and who gives me another day, who gave me a beautiful wife and precious babies, who gave me my home, he gave me my, my car, my health, my opportunities, my capacities. Brother John, you didn't have to look at your notes because I rehearsed that with him all the time. Thank you, Lord. I may not do what you do, and I may not be as good as you are, and I may not have all that you have, but I can outthink anybody. I am intentional that if, if, if 
I don't cry out. And I didn't say whisper. The rocks under my feet will bring accusation. Goes, John Woods, you going to be quiet? After all that God has done for you, you're going to be silent in the car. You, you, you are going to be quiet. You're going to make more noise at a ball game than God's house. You. We're so proud. We're so scared that someone would hear us praise the Lord that we don't. Thankfulness. My little Izzy has one thing she does that's so precious and I've kind of adopted it with the Lord. You'll get her something that she likes and she'll go, oh, thank you, Daddy, thank you. And you take her by Starbucks. I don't know why that's the thing, you know. And I have to repent $5 for a drink. I'm like, $6, $7. We can go store and get 12 diet dues for that, you know. My math starts kicking in, but she'll go, Mama, thank you so, 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 so much. And before you think that's trivial or childlike, do you know what's going on in that little 10-year-old mind, 9-year-old mind? A normal thank you won't do for this. Are y'all catching this? This has to be thank you so, 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 so much. Because I want to differentiate that thank you. You see? When it comes to God, thank you won't get it. It's got to be thank you so, 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 so much, oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Your soul would come alive. Your past would heal. Your body would be quickened. Your mind would get sharp. Your countenance would brighten up if you would just be thankful. Thankful. More aware of what you have than what you don't have. More aware of what he's given than what he's withheld. More aware. Maybe it's awareness. Maybe it's maturation. Maybe it's all of the above. But every approach ought to be through Christ the door. Holiness is the qualifier. And thankfulness is the approach. Maybe we just ought not come through the gates if we can't be thankful. Not manners. So it's not come through the gate. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Ah, It's like the thing at the airport. Ah, Go back through. What do you mean? Go back through till you think. I said thank you, Lord. Ah, Go back through till it works. Go back through till you don't carry anything into this place that's not supposed to be. This is good. I'm already buying my CD. I get my own. (laughs) Thankfulness is the primary approach. It's the expected approach. I'm not going to make a message out of it. It's part of every thankfulness sermon, Thanksgiving sermon. But when you get a chance, go home and study when Jesus healed the ten lepers and one came back and gave thanks to the Lord. Jesus, all God and all man, not half God, half man. All God, all man. And Jesus, you know, out of the abundance of your heart, what? Come on. Your mouth speaks. Jesus saw the one man come back giving thanks. You know what he said? Where's the nine? That's God. That's that's profound. He said, I was expecting thankfulness. Could it be? 
that God lives disappointed in my approach. Where's John? Oh, he's coming in late and leaving early. Where's John? Oh, he's feeling like a martyr. He's feeling like, you know, well, I guess I'll go to church. Hey, do God and everybody a favor. Stay home. Is that too hard? Just in case. Do God a favor and uh, stay home. Why would you say that? Because more is done to the shriveling of your soul when you teach yourself that that's okay. We, we, I've been with you 28 years. We, there's things we need to just address. We need to get off the bottle and address. We ought to be thankful. We ought to be. It's our common approach. It's the expected reproach. It's the deserved approach. It's the rarest approach. It is the recognized approach. It is the effectual approach. It is the rewarded approach. And it is the enlightened approach. I'll close this first point with this. The Bible commands that everything that have breath to praise the Lord. But we as believers thank the Lord not for His works that He has done, but because He has done them for me. That's enlightenment. God is the creator, yes. But God created the world for us. Oh. Christ is the redeemer of the world, yes. But He died for me. Oh. You know what's missing? Oh. We have a theology that never reaches our heart. That he was wounded for my transgression. That he was bruised for my iniquity. That the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes I was healed. The me part. See, when you cross over into realizing that, oh, that men would give the Lord glory for his works that he's done unto them. Not just collectively, but individually. See, I can't thank the Lord collectively for you. We can come together and thank Him, but thankfulness is always individual. Thankfulness is always individual. Thankfulness is always individual. The enlightened know that God is watching and God is anticipating and God expects And God deserves and God recognizes, receives, and rewards those that come unto him. I wonder if they've ever been in heaven. Now, I don't think I'm any different or special than the billions of people that have lived before me. I know that. But if God is so vast and so powerful that he could listen to everybody at one time and it'd be like one person's talking. I wonder if he ever says, watch John, watch, 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 watch this. Get in the car. God, thank you for my truck. See? Now that may sound like small to you. But if he noticed who didn't come and thank him, maybe he notices those that do. Wow. First words. Gratitude. Now, positionally, Christ. I want to say it three times so there's no misunderstanding. Positionally, Christ. The qualifier is holiness. That means I'm walking in the righteousness that's been imparted to me with no foolishness. And outside of that, good morning, John. Thank you, Lord. First words. And be specific. Be repetitive. Be genuine. 
Be descriptive. Give him the so, 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 so. Do whatever's unique to you. But make sure he sees that originality in you. Number two. The DNA of the thankful. It's their go-to. You can write that down. That's kind of country slang, I guess. Their go-to. Their favorite tool in the box. In times of blessing... God said to the Israelites, he said, now when I bring you into the land and I take care of you and I give you houses that you didn't build and I move out the enemies before you and I, and I, I give you streams that you didn't create and I give you food that you didn't plant and I give you all these things, don't forget about the Lord your God. You should be, sir, I'm going to speak to us first. We should be interrupting our family with thankfulness. Hey, before we do anything, let's thank the Lord. Before we leave, let's thank the Lord. Let them see in you that that's more important than the opinions of those in the house. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, of course, I don't mean you walk all over everyone. But it's in times of blessing. And when you see your baby and you feel it, come here. Lord, thank you for my boy. Just that. Do you realize if you practice these five and ten second prayers, and if the praise of God, the thankfulness of God was in your mouth continually, you'd be praying two, three hours a day? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, everybody at my work is crazy, but I'm thankful I got a job. Thank you, Lord. You can still be honest and say, they're all crazy, but you're good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just as long as you know that when they get to the door, they're saying the same thing. And you're included in that crowd that they're talking about. The thankful, thankfulness is the go-to in times of persecution. Listen to this in Hebrews 13. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Let me and you, let us therefore go unto him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. Because here we don't have a continuing city, but we seek one to come. And by him, that's Jesus, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, which is the fruit of our lips giving thanks. When you're persecuted for righteousness sakes, when you're, when you're opposed... When your way is hard and it's narrow at work and you're left out. And, and you're left out because they don't invite the Christian or the preacher to lunch. And you're, you're ostracized. Whatever level of opposition and alienation happens with confidence and humility. You walk outside the camp and you bear his reproach. And be thankful, listen, that you had an opportunity to suffer for his namesake. Be thankful. Because great will your reward be in heaven, the Bible says. God watches these things. Lord, thank you that I had an opportunity. In times of lack, you've heard me say this for years, but it's, it's a foundation to me. I, I practice it all the time in my individual life, my life as a husband, my life as a daddy, and my life as a pastor. And Jesus made the 5,000 men, not counting women and children, sit down in the fields. He told them to separate into groups of 50. The disciples, glad I didn't have that job, trying to get hungry church people to sit down in groups of 50. And can I sit over here? I know that'll make 52, but this one has 48. Just sit down in groups of 50. You know that's what happened. Don't be mad at me. And Jesus sat them down and he had one, five loaves and two fish, just one boy's lunch. And in times of lack, he thanked the Lord for that which was not enough. He gave thanks. Think Jesus lied? 
Do you think it was manners? <sighs> Thank you there, Father, for this little brown paper sack of food. And uh, I'm supposed to say thank you, so thank you. He gave thanks. So why would the Word of God give thanks to God the Father? Why? Because He is the one that was there in the beginning that created the perpetual recreation of food to start with. He's the one that set up the process. That's why He can... Make it happen over a period of a season, or he can, in one night, he can cause the rod to bud, blossom, and fruit. He understands that God's not limited in this moment, and he's only looking to honor the Lord in the moment. Do you see? In the moment of lack, you're not trying to get supply, you're trying to honor the Lord. In your moment of persecution, you're not trying to get unpersecuted, you want to honor the Lord. In your moment of sickness, you're not only looking for healing, you want to honor the Lord. And he lifted it up in front of the crowd and he said, thank you, Lord. I don't know if anything moves the heart of carnal man or spiritual man like thankfulness. Thankfulness. When we see the pictures of the starving, thankful for molded bread, we can only watch it for a second. Not because we feel sorry for them, but because we feel sorry for us. We've lost something in the translation. And messages like today can make you not want to come here and listen to me, or they can make you upset, or they can make you say, I can change that in one day. With a ferocity. If my right hand offends me, cut it off. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be thankful to the Lord. In times of submission, when life is hard and what God is asking of you is difficult, you can still be thankful. Jesus poured the wine and broke the bread, giving it to his disciples to commemorate his death that's to come, and he gave thanks for it. It's all through the Bible. He's about to suffer the brutality of the cross. And might I just remind someone today, again, I, I don't know who this might be for. It was just an uh, intruding thought that wasn't part of my day. Uh, if you're here and someone recently told you you're cursed, they said those words, you're cursed or your family's cursed or you're cursed. It's just a, a curse, a genealogical curse. I want you to picture Christ as they put that crown of thorns on his head. And thorns were symbolic of the cursed earth. And he with glory lifted those thorns up off the earth and bore them like glory. He lifted the curse off of you. You're not cursed, you're blessed. And no matter how difficult life is, Christ on his way to the brutality of the cross gave thanks for the opportunity he had to redeem men and to bring glory to the Father. In times of victory... And in times of the expectation of victory. Now thanks be unto God, 2 Corinthians 2, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of His knowledge by us in every place. Now thanks be to God. For what? Which always causes me to triumph in Christ. I don't always triumph in my circumstances. I triumph in Christ. Which means that that which is going on outside of me never takes precedent over that which is going on inside of me that I have victory inside of me 
I have victory in my mind, my soul, my spirit, my heart. Now let me go back and just encourage those of you that are thankful. You know those tools right where they are. When you're blessed, you thank Him. When you're persecuted, you thank Him. When there wasn't enough and no one was looking, you thank the Lord for what you did have. When, the, when you had to submit in difficult times, you were thankful. After every victory, you give God the credit. After every loss, you take the blame. And you admit that God is the victory that you've experienced and the victory that is to come. And it's a great contrast against the, this present world. The Bible says, here's what the world looks like before the return of Jesus. When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. Neither were they thankful. Anybody else think that? It's kind of strong to fit in right there. They knew him as God. But they refused to glorify him as God. And you know what else they did? They weren't thankful. And all of heaven goes. We think it's worse to be the fool that doesn't know God. And what's worse is to know him as God and not glorify him as God. And to be unthankful. And these people professing themselves to be wise, were made fools. Now, their glory. The DNA of the thankful, I talked to you about their gateway, their go-to, and their glory. Thankful people aren't necessarily the strongest. They're not necessarily the most gifted. They're not necessarily those on the stage. But there's a glory about them. They seem to have an uncommon strength. Like Paul and Silas at midnight in the inner prison, which means there's a prison, which is confinement. And there's an inner prison, which is dark. And then the innermost prison, which is the darkest. And there they were at the middle of the night, at the darkest part of the night, chained to a limestone wall. And at midnight, they prayed and sang praises to God. I can imagine, and this is not recorded, but... My mind wanders like this. So Paul, I consider him the, excuse me, the patriarch. And Silas is like, here I am trying to volunteer for ministry, first missionary journey. Wind up feeling like a possum for the Lord. I'm going to do something great. I'm going to do something great for the Lord. And you run out across the road. Boom! And you get run over. I can imagine him in the prison tied to this wall. And it's midnight. And he goes, what are we going to do now, prophet? It's time to sing, son. What? What? Let shh, shh, Silas. The Lord's listening. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. And the Bible said that God sent an earthquake. Now, the Bible doesn't say this, and I know it's not good theology. It just makes me smile. I heard a whole country preacher said one time that they got to praising the Lord and God's foot got to tapping. And it broke the prison. Well, I don't know about the first part about the toe, but I know about the second part. The prison was broke by the power of heaven. And I'm not a construction builder. I know some of my guys here are. But if you break the foundation of something, it's no longer inhabitable. Could it be that that prison that you've lived in since your childhood or your early 20s could be shattered by the spirit of gratitude? Lord, I just want to thank you. For what? Well, it's cold. It's dark. And they beat me this time with them rods. Lord, they broke the second and third layer. This, 
I'm hungry and I'm cold. So what are you thanking me for? You know. Because you're good to me. Something about... There's a glory that surrounds people whose thankfulness is not contingent upon the environment that they're forced into, but the environment of their heart. Isn't that beautiful? The the thankful seem to have an uncommon appreciation for the presence of God. I only have just a quick moment here. Uh, If our musician would come, please. You remember when David went to bring back the Ark of the Covenant, which was a a type of, not a type, it was the presence of God. It was God's glory that resided, not not inclusively him, but him nonetheless, between the the, the wings of these cherubim. And David went to get it uh, and bring it back to uh, Jerusalem. Saul had left it for 20 plus years. And David went to bring it and he, he brought it back in a carnal way. He brought it back on poles and oxen, and God smote a man. He said, you don't just deal with me any old kind of way. You No, you come to me the prescribed way. And be careful of any church, including ours, that brings God to you any old kind of way, on any old kind of spirit, or any old kind of method. It's got to come God's way. It has to be focused upon Christ. It has to originate with Christ. It's got to be empowered by Christ. It's got to culminate in Christ. But David brought back the Lord after this killing of Perez Uzzah, which is another sermon for another time. And, he, and then he heard that in the house of Obed-Edom where they put the ark, he said, King, everything's pregnant at his house. The cats are pregnant. The dogs are pregnant. The cows are pregnant. The pigs are pregnant. Crops are bursting out of the fields. Uh, Obed-Edom's he looking young again. You know, everything's working over there. He goes, what's going on? This is where you left the ark. And he said, let's go get it back this time. And he went and got it. Just picture this. Here's the king. And he takes just a few steps. And it's on the post, the poles like it's supposed to be with the priest. And he says, stop. And he began to sacrifice unto the Lord and, and, and make offerings unto the Lord. Personal offerings. And I felt the Lord speak to my heart for someone here. It's time for you to get God's presence back for your life. Stop talking about what you know and get His presence back. Get His presence back. Make it personal. I know, you know, when David brought him back and and, and brought the Lord back, and the Bible said he was in a common tunic, some Say he was naked, he had on underwear. No, he dressed like the common man. He took off his robes, his kingly robes, and he looked like the average person. He said, this ain't King David, this is David the Grateful. And he danced before the Lord with all his might. What was he doing? He was grateful. He was remembering Saul and all the hundreds that tried to kill him. He remembered every battle that he was outnumbered. And every time a sword was put to his throat, he knew which way to turn at the right moment and take the sword back and his life was spared. He remembered God's mercy and grace with Absalom and Solomon and Bathsheba and all these things. And he said, I'm just glad to have your presence back. And his wife disdained him. And here's where we are as we culminate this message. 
They're going to fold their arms and misunderstand you. You may even have a spouse in your house after this message. Well, I didn't know it was going to do all this to you. Well, if they misunderstand you, get his presence back anyway. If they don't like it, get his presence back anyway. I know, Lord, I can hear David as well as some in this room today. Lord, I know I failed, but I just am glad to have your presence back. And he danced before the Lord with all his might. I know it's been a while, Lord, but I just, I just am glad to have your presence back. I know I don't deserve it, and I know others won't understand, approve, or appreciate it. I know I've tried and failed before, but I just am I'm glad to have your presence back. I know the dangers of it. Yeah, to have you living in my house is dangerous, but I just, I just want your presence back. I'm just so glad, Lord. Michal, when she disdained David, her womb died. But David thrived. Could it be the difference between barrenness of soul and vitality of soul? The one that will take off how the world views them and get among common people and thank the Lord and just thank God. The thankful seem to have an uncommon nearness in worship like the woman washing Jesus' feet with her tears. And they have, stand with me, they have an outlook in life that perpetuates joy. They seem to have a battery charger, if you will, like a, I want to read this last line to you. They seem to have a, there's always a little more juice in them than the average person. Lauren hit on it in worship service. They seem to have an uncommon supply of joy. They have an uncommon experience of miracles, an uncommon nearness in worship, and a common appreciation for the presence of God, an uncommon, an uncommon strength in the worst of times. But they have an uncommon supply of joy because they rehearse their reality. That phrase. Listen to what David said. Oh, to the end that I may glory and sing praise to you and not be silent. I am going to give thanks to you, Lord, forever. What was he saying? He goes, it's already written in heaven. I'm just practicing now. And I'm not going to have to take remedial class. Anybody else in my remedial class with me? Anybody else that took remedial? Oh, it's good for your soul. You get to college, you go, that don't count, that don't count, that don't count. You go, what? Oh, no, no, you, you got to take these classes to get back up. I don't want to take remedial thankfulness in heaven. I want to come right in and go, y'all going to spread out just a little bit. Well, Brother John, I just don't think all that's necessary. God's not deaf. He ain't nervous either. I just wonder if there's anybody grateful today. Anybody thankful? Now be encouraged. Be encouraged. You're on the right path. Don't let nobody knock you off of that. No one can hinder your gratitude. They can tell you in school, you can't pray. Bow my head at my desk and pray. Pray wherever I want to pray. Thank the Lord for what I'm thanking for. I thought it would be fitting and good 
for us to, with our affections, seal this moment. Okay? No more manners. Be ye thankful. And watch how many different ways. Some of you are writers. Start writing it. Give God sticky note praise if there is such a thing. Put them everywhere in the house. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What? My husband put the lid down. Thank you, Lord. It's a small victory. We'll take them where we can get them. Thank you, Lord. The cat comes to you. Thank you, Lord. Just thank. If you get in the practice of it, if you get in the practice of it, it becomes a habit. What if Christ Chapel was known in heaven and said, now that crowd there, God said, I can't do nothing for them without them thanking me to death. Thank you so, 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 so much. All right, here's your opportunity. Let's seal this in our heart. Guys, would you play this song for us? Of the goodness 
ain't it true? Ain't it true? And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I'm gonna sing of the goodness of God. I'm gonna Myra, I want you to come, if you will. Yeah, I know, I know you quiet. Not quiet, but you don't care to be up front, but come up. Hey, do you know what just happened a minute ago? Can, can I, just 30 seconds? That's my precious sister here. We got a lot in common. We, we adopted babies. Not, not together, but separate, separately. Uh, do you know what happened just then? Nobody hyped you. Painfully. I showed you the Word of God, the Word of God, the Word of God, the Word... I want you to compare that last song to how hard it was for you in the beginning. You see? The Word. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be grateful today. We ought to start our services that way. Amen? I just want to thank you for your spirit and heart. And I watch you sometimes. And not to watch you, but it just spurs me. It's just enough. And I said, no, I can turn mine up. Would you just close us and thank the Lord for His goodness and take your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for your nose. Thank you for the barrenness that you brought me and the children that you brought me, God. Thank you. Thank you. God, your word said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I thank you. I thank you for your mercies. They are new every morning, God. I thank you for your voice. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your sunrise and your sunset. I thank you for life and for death. I thank you for your son more than anything else. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, thank you so much. Yes, Lord. God, we are forever grateful and there are not enough thank yous, Lord God. Mm. So humbled. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you, God. Thank you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, thank you. Amen. In the spirit of that prayer, have a wonderful Lord's Week. God bless you. It's hard to find